Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Well, hello there. How are you this week? I hope that you are loving the Elevate Challenge so far. We started with Motivate to Move last week, so you should already be feeling really, really positive and motivated. And if you've got literally no idea what I'm talking about, um, then here's a very quick recap. So throughout May, to celebrate my two-year, yes, two-year podcast anniversary, I'm running three mini five-day challenges for you. So last week, we started with Getting Motivated to Move. This week, we're going to move on to elevating your energy. And then next week, we're going to round it all off with nourish your body. So essentially, this is about helping you to level up your mindset and feel more motivated, energized and inspired. If you want to know a little bit more about it, then just go have a listen to the Elevate trailer, which I'll link to for you in the show notes. Uh, And of course, you can go back and do the Motivate to Move challenge from last week as well. Right, let's get on with this week's mini challenge, which is all about elevating your energy, because who doesn't want to feel more energetic? But modern life, not exactly geared around it. It feels to me like, you know, these days it's all about squeezing every ounce out of ourselves that we possibly can. That's at work, that's at home, that's at life in general. And the irony of this for me is that in trying to do more and more and more, what's actually happening is we're moving in the opposite direction. We have this energy deficit, we're less productive. You know, the more that we are squeezed, the less we end up doing. And actually, the less effectively we end up doing as well. We feel like we're always doing stuff, but we're just not being particularly effective. And there was this um, recent four-day-a-week trial that um, I think there were about 60 or 70 companies involved in this. I don't know if you heard about this, but they trialed a four-day week. So everybody was on the same salary. Everybody was basically still doing five days worth of work, but it was condensed down into four days. The upshot of this is that 92% of the companies taking part are planning to continue. 92%. That is loads. So they must have had a pretty amazing result from doing less, right? From reducing stress in in their workforce. And actually 71% of employees reported lower levels of burnout. There was a 65% reduction in sick days. So immunity was improving as well. And employers did not see their revenue fall. You know, you might have thought that if everybody drops down to a four-day week, that, you know, those companies might have suffered financially because of it. They didn't. If anything, their revenue rose just a little bit, but it rose, okay? So what's the point in telling you all of that? Well, it's because today what we're talking about in relation to energy is stress, okay? Stress has a huge effect on our energy levels, our immunity, our generalised satisfaction. And I think that the trial that I've mentioned just now goes to show that sometimes doing less can be at least as, if not more, productive. But the fact is that we often fight against the idea that we can reduce stress. We often think, this is not something I can do. I'm too busy. I've got too much to do. And we worry that if we don't keep going, if we don't get enough done, if we allow ourselves to take 
the foot off the pedal every now and again. We're just going to be less productive. We're not going to get through the to-do list. Everything's going to fall apart, right? Even though stress like really does not feel good, it really drains us. We cannot quite let go of it. And I think that, you know, this isn't just about habits. It's also about kind of the status that society has placed upon being stressed and being busy all the time. You know, things that that we all buy into, that I've bought into for sure. And those are things like, you know, if we're busy and stressed all the time, it means we're needed. It means other people need us. It means we're valuable. It means we're important. And it means we're successful. Like we have intertwined the idea of being busy and being stressed with being successful. But, you know, you know, and I know that when you are feeling under it all the time, when you are feeling burnt out and stressed all the time, that doesn't feel like a particularly successful way to live, does it? And yet we, you know, link that with the idea of success. And I think the other thing as well is we do it to fit in with everybody else. Like how many times have you, you know, met up with your friends? You're like, oh, how, how's everything going? Oh my God, it's been so manic lately. Oh my God, I'm like just stacked right now. So busy. And so, of course, we want to fit in like it's like the ultimate status symbol. Yeah, yeah, me too. Totally. I'm so busy. I've got so much to do all the time because it makes us feel really, really valuable. But the truth is that stress is not serving us. It's stripping us of our energy. It's making us sick. It's keeping us feeling trapped. And it's feeding mental health issues as well. And it's, you know, it's also stopping us from doing some of the things that actually are going to make us feel a whole lot better. Now, it'd be lovely if the answer could be, oh, just have a bubble bath a couple of times a week and you're sorted. But unfortunately, it is not quite as simple as that. You know, we're not going to go from being busy, stressed, rushing around all the time to suddenly forcing ourselves to take time out because that can really, really feel intensely uncomfortable. You know, a lot of us, I've heard so many people say this, and I used to say this myself as well, I just prefer it when I'm busy. I just prefer it when I'm on the go because then we don't have to think. We don't have to slow down. We can still get to depend on the little buzz of those stress hormones, you know, racing around our bodies. And so we find it intensely uncomfortable to force ourselves to slow down. So for me, there's there's a bit of work that needs to come before this. And that's what I want to really encourage you to do today, because there are a couple of things that I think we need to get straight if we are going to tackle stress. And I think the first one is understanding our own personal relationship to stress. You know, how is it serving us? How is it helping us to fit in? How is it ultimately, you know, or what is it ultimately giving us? Because, you know, before we can head into a place where we allow ourselves to step back a little bit, we need to understand our attachment to it. Believe me, we are all attached to it. You know, we definitely have that, like I say, that that status symbol thing that I, it makes me feel successful. It makes me feel needed. It makes me feel wanted. It makes me feel important. It makes me feel valuable. All of those things are tied up with stress. And it's hard to let go of that because, you know, when we start to be less busy, then are we as important? Do people need us? What's our value? What's our worth in life if we're not as busy and if we're not rushing around all the time? And I, you know, this definitely is something that I have experienced. Um, You know, I used to run around like a headless chicken all the time. You know, it sort of once my business got going and and I got really busy and I was, you know, having inquiries coming in virtually every day and I had a waiting list and my classes were full and I was just saying yes to everybody. I was rushing around 
And on the one hand, it was making me feel like I was valuable and I was needed. But on the other hand, my God, it was messing with me. It was really messing with me. It did not feel good. I felt constantly on edge, constantly stressed, constantly overwhelmed. It was not a nice feeling. And I've worked hard to address that over the last few years. I've reined it all right back in. I've changed the way that I work. And I've, I've done all of that because I started to understand why I was doing it and the, the way that it was serving me and what it was giving me. And it was giving me stuff. You know, stress was giving me something. So that was the first thing that I had to do. That was my first job is I, I started to detach myself from, you know, stress being a big part of my life. Once you've done that, you need to start asking yourself as well. Your second question is, what is actually important to me? What are my values? Because when I started to work on this, I sort of sat down one day and, and I sort of wrote down what's important to me, what are my values? And I realised that, you know, the values that I had in my life were, were about freedom, were about space, were about time. All of those things that I wasn't allowing myself because I was going, well, if I'm busy, I'm successful. And actually, the truth is that I feel like I have much more success now that I've slowed down, that now that I've allowed myself to find different ways to do things, different ways to do life. So my values were completely misaligned. And I think that when you start to look at that, when you start to look at, okay, so why do I feel the need to be busy and stressed all the time versus what are my values? We often find a very deep disconnect between what we're making important and what is actually important. And, I, and for me, that's the key. It's looking at that and going, my God, there's this massive disconnect and this is why I feel out of sorts. And this is why life is maybe not feeling great for me sometimes because I, there's no connection between what's actually really deep down important to me and the things that I'm making important, those kind of surface level things. So once we understand all of that, we can actually start doing something about it. So that's really what I want you to do today. We're going to move on to some practical stuff as the week goes on. But today is like the thinking piece. You know, what is your relationship to stress right now? What are you currently making important versus what is actually important? You know, we need to start here because then we can move into the practical steps that it takes to tackling our energy levels. If we don't address that first, then we're just going to go round and round in circles and we're going to try and force ourselves to have time out and to de-stress and it's going to feel uncomfortable and we're going to stop doing it and we're going to carry on doing the same things over and over again. So answer those questions, your relationship to stress, and what you're currently making important versus what is actually important to you. So have a think about that. Get to work on it. Don't forget that you can download the workbooks for these three challenges if you just head to chickfit.co.uk forward slash elevate and I'll put the link in the show notes as well. And I would love to hear how you're getting on so far. So do drop me a DM via Instagram at Alex Chickfit. And then tomorrow we're going to be moving on to the next stage of elevating your energy. So I will see you then. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chick Fit and I'll see you again next time.